Uh, how's, how many of you have seen this movie? Wow, you got to get out there uh, and rent this thing and, and watch it. Um, tell you, I watched it last week and I was overwhelmed with emotion watching this. Um, first of all, for everything that Martin Luther King Jr. did and accomplished with and the group of people that worked with him, uh, incredible. The sacrifices, the, the inspiration, um, I just, the, uh, I appreciate um, anew, in a, in a way I never had before after watching this movie, this, all that was done uh, through the civil rights movement uh, to get us where we are today, and there's still more that needs to be done. But, um, wow, when you watch that movie, and then you realize today we have an African-American president, uh, how far we've come, and yet there's, there's, still, there's still more to do. But that part of my emotion was incredible admiration and inspiration, but also um, a great deal of rage and embarrassment um, that our country could be where it was and even where it is yet in some ways today. I found it especially troubling uh, that some people who performed these horrible, hateful deeds to people did that in the name of Christianity, in the name of Jesus, quoting the Bible, claiming that God was on their side. It's no wonder that some atheists and uh, non-religious people view God as a racist. I mean, did you know that? Some atheist people view God as a, as a racist God. They claim that Christianity is narrow-minded, an exclusive group of people, and the Bible itself is a book that propagates prejudice and violence towards people of other races. And when you look at some of the violent injustices that have been done throughout our history, uh, you can see where they could come up with those conclusions. The holy wars, uh, the witch hunts, slavery. Um, so Selma, wow, it just uh, opened my eyes to some things and um, brought out a lot of emotions, both, both good and, and bad. One thing that, you know, that we need to realize is that the biblical story tells us of a God who chooses a special people to be his own, to be set apart, to receive promises and privileges that other people don't get. Now think about that. Because people who are against Christianity have noticed that. So at first it can seem like our God, at best, is a racist God who favors and prefers the Hebrew people above other people. And at worst, a violent God who smites people who don't agree with him, a violent God who annihilates people so that his promised, his, his chosen ones can move into the promised land. And I have to admit, th these are some difficult passages to, to sort through and wrestle with. But when you take a closer look at all of Scripture, you see that God is a God of love, and it's an unconditional love, and that it's aimed not just at the Jews, but his love is for every person of every nation in every era 
that has ever existed. We see that God chose the Hebrews and he set them apart, but he did it for a special purpose. And that purpose was to bring life and love to all people of the world, not just the Jews. In the Old Testament, you know, we read verses like this from Leviticus. Do not gather what is left among your vines or gather the grapes that have fallen. Leave them for those in need, for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. Now, this is not an isolated verse. There are many verses that speak to God's concern for the marginalized, for the outcast, the foreigner, the outsider, those whose needs are easily set aside and discarded. And many times in Scripture, we see that God actually is working in and through foreigners, not just the Hebrew people, people of different races from different places. One that comes to mind is a beautiful love story um, about Boaz and Ruth. Now, I don't know who would name their child Boaz. That was a cruel thing to do. Um, But Boaz was actually uh, admired in his community. He was a very, very good man and well-respected, a Jewish man in a Jewish community. Well, Ruth, uh, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but she was an outsider. She was a foreigner. And um, you'll have to read to see how it works out, but Boaz actually didn't let the cultural or the racial differences between the two of them keep him from reaching out to her and eventually falling in love with her. Okay, spoiler alert. Sorry. It has a happy ending if you want to read it. The book of Ruth. Here's a a verse from uh, Ruth 2. Ruth fell on her face, bowing to the ground, and said to Boaz, Why have I found favor in your sight that you should take notice of me, since I am a foreigner? And so we see this is just just one story of where, you know, in Scripture, where foreigners are taken in, a foreigner is taken in, someone of another race, of another culture, of another country. In fact, they end up getting married, and the ancestral line of Ruth and Boaz leads to King David, which also leads to who? Jesus Christ. So the ancestral line leading to Jesus involves, that's not the only foreigner. So um, we see through the Old, the Old Testament a God who, who loves all people, a God who includes not just the Jewish people, but they were chosen for a purpose in order to reach out to the entire world. So then comes Jesus, and how does Jesus clarify and bring light 